the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. How are you? I'm good. I've titled today's episode, The Unseen Impact, The Depth of Our Relationships and Staying Connected. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, if you've ever been near the Temecula area, there's a little place called Tom's Farms. And once in a while, Clint and I will go there. And what it is, is a very, very, very small place with not a lot to do. (laughs) It's in a beautiful location in the valley, in the mountains, and they have, um, I think, a couple restaurants. They have a candy shop. They have a furniture store with a lot of different just random knickknacks and things, and they have this wine and cheese store with, like, freshly baked goods, and so we'll go down there, and, you know, it's just something to do. We'll drive down there. It's a nice area, and we'll just have... um, like an hour or two just walking around. And it really is us doing nothing. And I'm mentioning that because we went there last weekend and I got a phone call on the way down there and I'm looking down at my phone and I remember saying like, wow, that's weird. And then I answered the phone. And when Clint and I first purchased the house that we live in now, we were also selling the, the one of the other houses that we own next to my mom and dad at the time. And so, um, Long story short, we had an agent that we were using to sell that house. The agent that was selling this house also just so happened to be a neighbor to this house. And we ended up firing our agent that we were using to sell our house and then hiring the agent that was selling this house to have her sell our house as well. So um, she became a friend and really sweet lady. Very um, just one of those like blunt. It is how it is kind of people. and, And Clinton, I love that about people. And she was married to a gentleman named John. And here where we live, um, it's very remote and we have 10 whole neighbors and everybody keeps to themselves. But there's this sort of unspoken connection that we all have that we all, I think, love and appreciate about living here. And so I can see their house from where we live, but it's like up in the distance. And I... I think we had maybe one or two interactions with her husband altogether, not much. And, you know, I, I do, um, I put something together for the neighbors every Christmas and then I make Clint go and deliver them every year. And I remember one time when John was over here, we were talking about um, the trees and then he was just discussing how you could fertilize the, these fruit trees before the freeze starts in the winter and just like going through some things. So that's what I remember about him. And when he had come over here, he was very, very sick. He, he was suffering from um, multiple illnesses, cancer in particular, for many, many years. So I get this call from her. They had since moved away. And so it had been several years since we've talked. And I get this call from her, and she, of course, is, that's strange. I haven't talked to her in that whole time. And she tells me that he passed away. And it was all these feelings at once where I'm like, of course, like this is awful and it's so sad. And then I'm thinking, man, that's such a long time for somebody to be sick. And then I'm thinking, man, that like they have kids around them, but they live by themselves. So then I, I was thinking that's a long time for somebody to take care of somebody that's sick. I know, I know what that feeling is like taking care of somebody that's sick. 
So doing that for years, like that, that's so taxing. That's a lot. And then I'm thinking like, Ash, it's one of those like life slaps where I'm thinking, Ash, like how humbling and sweet is it that she called you to tell you this? You know, I never would have expected her to call me to tell me this. And it meant so much that she did. And then I started thinking, started thinking about some of the silent impacts that we have on people when we don't even realize it. And I don't know why this surprises me because this happens all of the time. I had somebody message me a week ago to tell me that he and his wife of 10 years are getting a divorce. And he's like, you know, and it's what I do, right? Being a coach, like people know, like they can come to me if they want to, but like, I never ever would have expected this person either to reach out to me and tell me that he and his wife of 10 years are getting a divorce and, you know, just sharing such vulnerable and private information with me. So I, I just really sometimes think that we need to understand the silent impact and, um, just the depth of our influence on those around us. And it's, it's stuff that he, he never recognized. And, and I've noticed this too, not only in our personal lives, but our professional lives too. Like with being at work is, you know, you, you handle calls for, for service and you, and you go through that on a daily basis, but you're going out and contacting people at their worst. And you take that one minute, of showing compassion, of showing understanding, and then moving forward from that, like that makes a huge difference in someone's day and someone's life to make that, that, that horrible incident turn into something that becomes bearable at that point. Yeah. And I think that in, in moments of connection like that, I think our true essence of, um, just evaluating trust starts to, to accumulate without us even realizing that it is happening. And I think having that trust and that bond um, is something worthy of recognizing. And I'm saying that because when we don't, then it makes it near impossible or feel unimportant to nourish and to um, just continue to cultivate the relationships that we have with people that we connect with. And I'm not saying that we have to do that with everybody, right? I have had links or connections with thousands of people, and I, I don't necessarily maintain them all. However, I do make sure that I keep that loop open with nearly every connection, you know, uh, with intention. An example of this would be after I'm done interviewing somebody on my podcast or like inside of our Facebook group, I... Always, oh, I love the the part that you don't see where it's after the interview and he, they get to talk with me and just kind of have these like private conversations with me. And so at the end of that, I always ask them, how can I support you? And then they're always taken aback, right? Like maybe nobody has ever asked them that question before. And I make it very clear to, for them to stay in touch. And then I have an autoresponder set up on the interview platform that they scheduled the interview with. That also has like a, a sweet private, you're in my circle, we're friends now kind of kind of message. And um, so that those links always maintain somewhat open, right? And then I've talked about having this sort of roster where I have a rotation of making sure that I, I privately message um, people that are within my circle because I want to maintain them in my circle. And it's in a genuine way, right? Like I'm not marking some box off of a list or anything like that, but they're there are 
so many ways that we can maintain those bonds with people. And I think it's incredibly important for us to schedule those regular check-ins and to understand what a difference it could make in the life of somebody else. Because you might be the only person that has checked on that person. You might be the only person, like there might be somebody that constantly reaches out to you and it might seem like a nag, but you might be the only outlet, the only thing that that person has to be able to share that type of information with. Like how how valuable and how awe-inspiring is it that somebody thinks that of you? And as I'm speaking to you, I know there are people in your life that think that of you. And I think if you ever get that guilty feeling of like, oh, I didn't message them back or I didn't answer their call, that should be this sort of self-indicator to you that you probably should. You should probably, you know, even if that means putting it on the schedule on your phone that on the 30th of every month, you're going to to message them or to text them or email, whatever the thing is, um, to be able to reach out to them and just let them know that, you know, you, you do find them important and that you do want to maintain that connection. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is like Ashley said, it is awe inspiring and it's, it's important to have that because not just for yourself, but, but for those people, cause you don't, people don't just go out and say, you're the only one I ever talked to and I need your help. Or I, I enjoy talking to you because you're that only person. Like they're not going to reveal that to you. It's, you could be that, that one phone call to separate from them going down a bad rabbit hole of that negative self-worth to just having a, just a normal conversation and just, it's all formatting for yourself to make it okay to do that. Yeah. And a lot of times it requires us to put our egos aside. I've gotten, um, very diligent in this practice, but there are certainly times where I still struggle with this. And an example is yesterday, my, my dad kept calling me, calling, 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 calling. And so, um, you know, sometimes when that happens, it's annoying, right? Especially when you're in the midst of the day. And my dad in particular likes to make me feel like I have to stop everything I'm doing to, to do things for him. He has nobody else for that though, right? So I set boundaries, but um, ultimately I know I'm going to have to do all these things anyways. And yesterday it was just a little more than normal. And I had gotten on the phone with my kid brother and he was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with, and he's talking about my dad's girlfriend and how he went over there and she's like being super bitchy and she's outside and like giving my dad the cold shoulder and stuff. And then I was like, oh, my dad's lonely. My dad's lonely and he's feeling bad because somebody is treating him bad right now. So it made that entire picture change for me. Then I understood it, right? And there's always going to be this this buffer between us and the other person that we're not going to be able to see until hopefully we're able to. So I think that's also something important for us to be able to recognize and to just know that it's an incredibly fast-paced world that we live in. And the relationships and the bonds that we decide to nurture and maintain are the ones that bring incredible meaning into our lives. And every person that we meet leaves a sort of imprint on our journey, and it's vice versa. And so it's up to us to make sure that those imprints are positive and long-lasting and treasured when we want them to be. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.